Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the World Through She podcast. I'm Sheila, and today I'm talking about Colombia with my Colombian sister, Laurita. Hi, Sheila. Thanks so much for having me today at your podcast. I'm really excited to talk about this trip we did together a couple years ago to Colombia. Yeah, me too. Before we get started, if you want to see visuals of everything we're about to talk about, head over to my Instagram and check out my Colombia highlight. We went to Medellin, Bogota, and Cartagena, so you'll be able to see all the visuals from there. Let's jump right into it. First, we want to mention a few tips before we get into all of our recommendations. It's true that Colombian coffee is the best coffee in the world. There's also a drink that they have that is only in their country, and it's called Aguardiente. It comes from sugar cane. But yeah, that's, or fire water, if you want to call it, Aguardiente. <laughs> <laughs> that's our main drink here. <laughs> yeah, I would not call it a fire drink. It definitely reminds me of licorice. But what's really interesting is that if you take a shot of aguardiente, you don't chase it with anything except for water. So another tip is that even though Pablo Escobar is from Colombia and he has a lot of popularity now that Narcos is out on Netflix, a lot of the locals don't want you to do the Pablo Escobar tour. Yeah, totally agree on that. Uh, <laughs> we didn't do it when he came visit. And the main reason is because we feel that when you are doing the tour, you are not recognizing the victims, but you are like recognizing the victimizer, the one who inflicted so much pain uh, and suffering to this country. And we we understand that people are curious about that. It's part of our history and maybe it's the only thing that they know. So they want to come here and check it out because it's what they know. Like, I don't know, when you go to maybe Germany or Poland, you want to go and check out the old concentration camps because that's part of the history of the country. But at the same time, I feel like all these, um, the monuments that they have around the concentration camps are more about the victims and less about the victimizers. And when you come here and you visit Paulus Covard uh, grave or Paulus Covard's old house or have a conversation with his brother, yes, you can go, from a historian perspective and try to understand what the guy was and what he did, but you are forgetting about millions of people who suffered thanks to him, a whole country that is still have that stigma of drug trafficking because of him. So we, we believe as Colombians that there's so much more in the country for people to come, visit, learn about. There's so much more about our history we have really like real heroes here and he was in a hero. And maybe um, that might be a tip for someone to come to Colombia, like before coming, maybe go to Wikipedia or whatever you prefer and do some search uh, about the country and get to know a little bit of the history and something aside from that negative part of Pablo Escobar that also happened like 30 years ago. So it is sad that people are still like reminding us of that. Yeah, and it definitely gave Colombia the, the stigma that it's an unsafe country. But now it is completely safe. Totally. Yeah, you're bringing up a really good point. Like right now is like it's as safe as any other country that you visit. Like you, it, you have to be mindful of your staff because there are pickpocketers like everywhere mm -hmm. else. Like if you go to any other uh, tourist place in the world, you're going to find them. 
but um and you should be careful about not going to certain places by your own like but it's the same whatever everywhere yeah yeah you find good and bad people but for the most part is a pretty safe country uh you can go pretty much everywhere and visit everywhere even like the forest like the amazon uh without having to worry about violence at all Mm -hmm. yeah another thing colombia is filled with dancing because it's, yeah. it's a part of the whole experience if people who are listening to this are planning to come here for a long period of time i recommend them taking lessons here i have heard of many people doing that and it's like a good way to get to know people to get to know the culture and also to to dance and to try something new and then after the class you can go and party <laughs> you can go to the clubs and meet people colombia is so like everything is so cheap there <laughs> i don't think that would be a good thing or a bad thing for a tourist it's absolutely a great thing that our um currency is so devaluated <laughs> that when you come with a strong currency as the dollar you you are pretty much rich here and you have enough money to do whatever you want so a meal let's say that you can have like a good meal for maybe 10 top 20 dollars uh unless you are going to like a very very fancy restaurant it can go a little bit up than that but if you are going out just on a casual um night to have a casual meal you can be paying like between 10 and 20 dollars if you are having drinks maybe 20 to 30 but nothing more than that for the night I yeah i felt like even when we would just go get like breakfast breakfast was like five us dollars yeah yeah and and we would get a variety of things but another thing that we got there that was significantly less expensive than what we would get in the u.s was waxes <laughs> yeah everything like uh beauty industry related is cheap accessible and yeah i think those, those are the words to describe it cheap and accessible so if you want to do your nails like have a money and a petty or waxing or even like makeup and hair you don't really have to go to a hair salon or to any other place people can come to your house and that's pretty common like you have the lady uh, that you always use for waxing or the lady that you always um, have for like doing your nails or the guy who always come and do your hair. <laughs> like, you don't really have to leave your house. That's nice. One last thing before we get into all of our recommendations. Every region has their own local dish. Yeah. So when we went to Bogota, so we in this tree, we didn't visit the whole country so if you go to more places you are going to discover more foods that we are not mentioning here but we are going to mention the ones that we ate in this tree. so in medellin the main dish and it's actually the national dish as well is called bandeja paisa and it is a huge dish i would say of beans so it has a lot of carbs and protein because this is the food that um people working in the countryside have to have the energy to work in the farms. So you're gonna have beans, uh, fried pork belly, meat, eggs, fried plantains, rice, avocado, and also something that we call arepa. 
which is made of corn. It's like a tortilla, but um, also like a thicker tortilla because it's made of corn and it's kind of flat, but it's thicker than a tortilla. So That's everything, so will, yeah, and everything will come like in the same dish together and it's big. Um, but it's also delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah, so right when you come to Medellin, especially, or if you come to Colombia, because I think you can find that everywhere in Colombia because it's a national dish as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so two of my favorite things, I had a lot of favorite things there, but two of them are in that dish, the arepas and chicharron, chicharron which is the fried the pork belly. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, but I do have a sweet tooth and something that I miss so much about Colombia is the arequipe. Yes, or dulce de leche or caramel if you're like if you're talking. Uh, but it, I, it's so much better than that. So much better than caramel. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> it's good. It's great. Uh, and I know that you love that and you can find any kind of arequipe here. There's also something similar to Arequipe that is Manjar Blanco and it comes from uh, rejoining the south of Colombia. So a common thing that Colombians do with Arequipe is make this thing called obleas and it's pretty much the Arequipe in the middle with round wafers on the top and bottom so it's like a, a sandwich. Yummy. <laughs> really really good and you can add more toppings if you want to there's people who put cheese who put marmalade <laughs> like, oh so good it is great so another dish now that we are talking about the dishes that we try going to every city that we visited the one from bogota or the main dish in bogota is ajiaco which is a soup of three different kinds of potatoes chicken like shredder chicken uh, it also comes with corn, and then you top it with crepers, and then cream, and then avocado. It's That's my favorite dish in Colombia, among all of the other ones, even though I love the chicharron, and I love the, the beans, and the one they have rice up, but I think like if I have to pick one, I, I would pick that one. That one was really good. Well, let's let's get into talking about the, the locations that we went. So we started in Laura's hometown of Medellin, where I think on the first day there, we did the um, metro cable up to the national park, yeah, Arvin Parque. So yeah, whoever comes to Medellin, I totally would recommend them to do that tour. Like taking the cable up to RB, it gives you like, a different perspective and a different view from a different side of the city. So it, it gives you a little bit of perspective. Uh, it's an experience to go up on a cable, up on a mountain, and then you go to this beautiful natural park that is Park RB. If people want to stay there, there are hotels inside the park. You have you can do any kind of activity there. There's hiking, I think, that you can do different hikes inside, or maybe just trekking. But it's a big park, natural park, and it's beautiful, uh, you have views and a lot of activities. Yeah, and, and going up on the cable and coming back down, there are these really, really old um, neighborhoods called comunas. So there's comunas, like 16 comunas, and inside those comunas you have the neighborhoods. But for some reason, we started talking about like those uh, 
neighborhoods that were like in the kind of the outside of the city, we started calling them comunas. Yeah, you, so you see the less wealthy part of town too by going through that. And it's really, really eye-opening. Yeah, for people who would like to know more about the comunas and how people from those marginalized neighborhoods live uh, or what's like to live in those neighborhoods, there's also a tour that is called the graffiti tour that it wasn't available when we did this trip and it's available now. So another thing we did in Medellin, and this is actually one of our, my favorite things that we did in our whole trip, was go to La Pierda del Peñol in Guatape and you climb all the way up the rock. It's 650 very narrow steps um, that go back and forth all the way up to the top. And at the top, you get this beautiful like breathtaking view of a mixture of water and little like mini islands and mountains and it's beautiful they claim to be the best view in the world i hope you enjoyed the view <laughs> it is actually a down so it looks like a lagoon wait mountains mm, I mean, yeah we had a boat and you just boat around that area. And they also have a really cute little colorful city. Yeah, so downtown Guatape is beautiful. Like it's colorful, it's like small little colorful houses. Um, mm -hmm. Also, malls are a huge attraction in Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are not outdoors to people, we are shopping people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also feel like in the malls, there are a lot more than just shops. There are bars, there are really popular restaurants, there are like little cafes within the mall. There's so much more than the typical mall that we think of in other yeah. areas. And in one of the malls, me and Laura celebrated our birthday there in one of the clubs there called Cucaramacara. Yes, the clubs, Cucaramacara, used to be uh, or maybe it is still one of my favorite places to go because they have one of the best live bands um, that any club here in Medellin has. And I think that was my favorite part that you have like music all night long. And they give you, they can, you can win a bottle of aguardiente if you are the most like fun table. You can win a full bottle of aguardiente. Oh yeah, did we win? I think we did. I think we did, did yeah. We that's that's actually why we went up on stage is because we won. Yeah. <laughs> so Laura, there's also a lot of other really great nightlife places around there, like a lot of speakeasies and other clubs. Yeah, so it has changed a lot in these last three or four years since since the time that we visited and we went to Kukara. So now like the new trend is you have these full places uh, in which floor, in, in one floor you have the restaurant, in the next floor you have the bar with, uh, with a view, and then in the basement of the place you have the club. So you don't have to leave the building or the house where you are to to have the full nightlife experience. You eat, you drink, and then you party. So that's kind of like the new trend on bars and clubs here in Medellin. You could spend hours there. Yeah. Wow. Well, one thing to keep in mind is this is not Europe, but it's not the United States. So the party doesn't go till 2 a.m., but it doesn't go to 6 a.m. either. 
it goes till 4 a.m. when you are <laughs> in these kind of clubs. If you want to continue the party, there are clubs outside of the city where you can go to for the after party. We didn't, we didn't do that <laughs> on that trip. Nope, we definitely we did not. Parties to, <laughs> to go to. We needed some sleep. Okay, moving on to Bogota, which is another area that Laura and I celebrated our birthday. Well, let me correct you. It's not only an area, it's the capital city of Colombia. And it's a very, uh, it's one of the highest city in South, highest cities in South America. So I think the highest city is La Paz in Bolivia. And then the second highest city is Bogota, which is the altitude is 2,600 meters above sea level. I don't know how many. <laughs> yeah. And the specific place that we celebrated our birthday was Andres Carne de Res, which was a really, really fun place. Kind of like how Laura is mentioning the new bars in Medellin. It, it was kind of like that. You had dinner, you had drinks. There was even a pharmacy in there. Yeah, and the difference between the clubs that I was mentioning and that is that you don't have to go to a different level to have the full experience. Mm -hmm. So if you get a seat, like a table in Andres, you have all of what you were mentioning in the same table. You don't have to leave your table to get the pharmacy, <laughs> to eat, to drink, to dance, to party, to see the shows, because they also have like live shows, you, you remember? Oh yeah, they had this group of fake old people, like walking up the stairs and like messing with you with their canes. Once the music came on, all of them would bust out into these amazing dance moves. <laughs> Exactly, on the stairs, it was hilarious. And for the birthday, they brought us sashes. Yeah. <laughs> Our happy birthday, like they came, there was people like coming to sing happy birthday to us. It is a full experience. So if somebody wants to, like if you go and visit Bogota and you really want to experience the night, the nightlife, I recommend you go to Andres. Mm -hmm. There are actually two Andreses, one in the main, inside the city, the one that we visited and there's one in Chia which is like maybe 40 minutes 45 minutes away from Bogota that was the first address outside of the city and then they got this huge one because it's a huge building inside the city where you can it's also inside a mall I think yeah. El Retiro. <laughs> see the malls are something something else over there there's yeah. also a, a cable car in Bogota as well and this was also one of my favorite things to do because the view is amazing. And also at the top of the cable car is the Santuario de, de Monserrate. Yeah, de Monserrate. you really see the whole city from that place. The The building at the top is, it, it's like a sanctuary. It's so it's beautiful. Yeah, it is a sanctuary. Yeah, even just looking at that building, the building and the view combined make it such a great experience. Yeah, and the, and the difference between the cable car in Medellin and this cable car is the cable car in Medellin is made for transportation, is a mean of transportation for people who live in those neighborhoods. The one that we took to Montserrat is only to go to the sanctuary up at the top of the mountain. Correct. The streets of Bogota also had a lot of art. And there are a lot of street markets there. We went to Usakan Market. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the city of Bogota. 
you have this beautiful park, like an old city park, surrounded by little shops and restaurants. And then you have like artists and craftsmen like going uh, inside the park to sell their, their art, the things that they do. So you can find scarves, you can find any kind of souvenirs in there. We also visited uh, some like little markets and shops nearby um, La Candelaria in downtown mm -hmm. and nearby the Gold Museum, which is another mm -hmm. place that if people like museums, it's a museum that is worth visiting because you can see all the artifacts that indigenous people were making out of gold back in the day. So it's, it's beautiful if you want to go there. If not, the streets surrounding uh, the museum, the streets in the Candelaria, you can find a lot of like little shops and markets. Yeah, and La Candelaria is the old part of town. Very cute, very picturesque. Yeah, all little houses, no big buildings, uh, everything like it used to be back in the day. Mm -hmm. And our last stop in Colombia was Cartagena, which is a beautiful little city, but it's also one of the most touristy cities in Colombia. It is. I think people were visiting Cartagena before they were visiting Colombia, meaning that many people were coming to Cartagena for weddings and stuff like that, and they wouldn't think about them being in Colombia or they wouldn't think about like them going somewhere else in Colombia. It was just Cartagena. It was the, yeah, it is our main tourist city. And I think the main attraction or the most beautiful thing that it has to offer is the old city. Because mm -hmm. we have this old city uh, constructed or surrounded by these walls, like old walls that were protecting the city from the invasion of pirates or any other uh, nationals. Because we were, we used to be a colony of Spain. So if anyone was trying to attack the colony, those walls were built for. If you want to see a view of the city water and these walls that Laura is talking about, the walled city, there is a place called Cafe del Mar. It's beautiful. You, It's on a rooftop. You sit outside, you grab some drinks and just check out the entire view. We went there yeah. during sunset. You get to see the sunset, you get to see the ocean in front of you, and you get to see the city behind you because you are actually at the top of the walls. So the Café del Mar is in the walls, <laughs> like you are at the top of the walls. We also rented a boat in Cartagena and went around all of the surrounding islands. And I still to this day think that some of my favorite beaches are from those little islands. Yeah. So you can go to Cartagena and like go and visit the, the city, but I don't recommend going to the beach inside Cartagena. Why not? Because you have more beautiful beaches to explore if you rent a boat and you go to the islands. A bunch of islands that we call the Rosario Islands. And you can, it, depending on what you want to do, the person who drives the boat can take you to restaurants or just bars or just like island hopping or to do, well, what was what we did in one of the islands? Uh, snorkeling? Snorkeling. <laughs> Yeah, we did some snorkeling around the <laughs> islands. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about these beaches being white sand, turquoise water, perfect water temperature, seats by the beach with fresh coconut. Yeah, and also you can have uh, fresh fish there too. So the main food there oh, is yeah. fried fish. And then you have coconut rice that and plantains that's the main dish in the coast in the caribbean coast of colombia sounds delicious 
Yeah. And one more thing I want to mention about Cartagena is the restaurant Carmen. Yeah, the chefs, they were actually training the Cordon Bleu, I think, in San Francisco. And I think they are like half American, half Colombian. And after they were trained, they decided to come back to Colombia and to kind of like explore more our cuisine because the Colombian cuisine is pretty plain, I would say. And before this new generation of chefs, there were not that many chefs trying to explore our own flavors and to come up with um, like restaurant quality food out of our own roots. Because our, mm-hmm. our main dishes are pretty like basic, like are not like food for like elegant restaurants. It's food for, for farmers, for people who want to eat. Laura, don't um, sell your guys's food short. It's delicious. Didn't mean it that way. I'm just saying that it's not like the food that you're gonna find in a Michelin star restaurant. But what <laughs> okay. this new generation of chefs that the ones from Carmen uh, are part of, what they are doing is to try to bring those flavors um, and to make them into different new dishes that can be served in these kind of restaurants. Okay. So we have the most delicious octopus in Carmen in Cartagena. Yes. And a lot of other delicious dishes. I would definitely recommend if you are going to Cartagena to dress fancy one night and go to Carmen. Nice. There's also Carmen in Medellin if people want to try it out. So before we wrap up, we just want to give you a quick summary of everything we just said. So if you're visiting Colombia, try all of the regional foods. In Medellin, you have to go to Guatapé and climb the Pierda del Peñol and also go to downtown Guatapé as well. In Bogota, you have to go to Andres Carnaderes, also take the cable car up to the sanctuary, and in Cartagena, definitely go to Cafe del Mar and rent a boat and to go to the surrounding islands. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope this was helpful in planning your future trip to Colombia. And as a reminder, all the visuals that go with all of our recommendations are also on my Instagram. And thank you, Laurita, for coming on this episode and talking about Colombia with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I look forward for the second part of your visit to Colombia. I mean, your second visit to Colombia. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Ciao. Bye.